0: Welcome friends, and thank you for listening. I'm Scott Sullivan, Discipleship Catalyst with the Georgia Baptist Mission Board, and our team exists to strengthen Georgia Baptist churches in the area of discipleship. We've developed three tools just for you. The Watershed Principle, which identifies the six main ministries of the church that must be healthy to produce world-impacting disciple-makers. The Spark Conference. Last year's conference saw over 33,000 views from 45 different states and 18 countries. This year's conference will premiere on August the 12th with best-selling author, Tony Evans, Ben Mandrell, president of LifeWay, and David Kinnaman, the president of the Barna Group. We also have learning communities that are set up throughout Georgia, which exist to help you finish the task of leading your family in ministry well. You can see our website to find one near you. Also, every Thursday at 3 p.m., you can catch this broadcast through Facebook, Instagram or multiple podcast platforms. Now let's join today's broadcast. Hey,
1: everyone, and welcome to our broadcast today. are excited. We use that word excited a lot. Um, we should probably pick another word, but we're excited because that's that's what the word means. We are excited today to have Ray Sullivan on and Harrison Smith, and I am PJ Dunn. And so, um, for the, those of you that are getting to know us, um, I work in the Southwest region as a discipleship consultant with the Georgia Baptist Mission Board. Ray works in the Southeast region. We can almost high five to the Blueberry Farm over there.
2: The Day that's of the South.
1: This goes. And uh, so he's not too far away, but we cover the southern part of, uh, of Georgia, part of our Georgia Baptist discipleship team. And Harrison has graciously uh, signed on with us today from Alliance Defending Freedom. And um, Harrison, I want to make sure I, I have your title right. Are you the regional director there? That's it. There you go. So um, we're just going to dive right in. Uh, but first of all, we just always want to say thank you to uh, your cooperative program. Georgia Baptist churches are supporting us. To make this happen so that we can give new content every single week that's relevant to our nearly 3600 churches all across the state of Georgia so. The other thing we love doing is giving away free swag so to get that free swag you have to comment. uh, On our Facebook group, so if you're listening to this on our podcast or on YouTube just hop over on Facebook. Comment in there that you're watching where you're watching from and you'll be entered to win free swag send that out every single week and Lena is gracious to, to help us with that so. Diving right in, Harrison, um, just tell us a little bit about what Alliance Defending Freedom is and how it benefits our Georgia Baptist churches.
3: Absolutely. and Thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, Just quick note, Georgia Baptist is with the first convention to join on to the ADF Church Alliance. Y'all have really been the pioneers of helping your churches prepare for uh, the current day and the coming days and the issues we're going to have ahead. So, uh, real quick, Alliance Spending Freedom, we're the largest religious liberty law firm in the world. Um, we are also a ministry. We were founded by over 30 different ministry leaders, men like uh, Dr. James Dobson, um, Larry Burkett, D. James Kennedy, Bill Bright, kind of the big uh, national and international ministries back in the 90s. And they founded Alliance Spending Freedom because all of their ministries, in some way or another, they were running into legal issues that were preventing them from being able to minister. The easiest is Bill Bright, uh, Campus Crusade for Christ then, now Crew. They were being physically removed from campus for so-called separation of church and state. And Dr. Bright said, listen, we have a right to be here. We have a freedom of assembly, speech, freedom of religion, and yet no one's defending it. And so our rights are being whittled away. And that's actually preventing us from ministering to the people God, these students, that God's called us to. And so they founded ADF, Alliance Pending Freedom, to stand in the gap and fight in the courts to keep the door open for the gospel. Everything we do is about the gospel. So the gospel can continue to go out. So the church can continue to multiply and share the truth, which is obviously in today's day uh, more important than ever since our culture is just cranking out, you know, what is truth? Truth doesn't exist. Your truth is truth, et cetera. And so, Um, The way we help churches is we have a program that hopefully you've heard of by now called the Church Alliance Program, and it was founded about three or four years ago to help pastors and churches navigate all of the ways the culture is changing. Unless you've been living under a rock, you probably know that the culture has been going downhill pretty quick, especially in the last few years. A lot has been going on. We are questioning not only marriage and family, but now even gender and sexuality, et cetera. And those impact our ministry. Those impact how we love on our neighbor, how we minister to our neighbor, et cetera. And when the cultures change, the laws change. And the laws are beginning to change and are looking to change on the horizon. So we want to help you. We want to come alongside your ministry so that you can understand these changes, be a steward of your ministry in this day, So the gospel can continue so what does that look like there's there's kind of four quick things one is a document review we can review all of your documents to update those policies because your policies have to reflect the times if they're out of date that is a bad scenario you want to make sure your policies are updated and reflecting the current cultural moment that way you're protected we also give you unlimited access to our attorneys you can call them for religious liberty issues and you're never charged for the hour. You get access to updated resources that, um, I know Georgia Baptist has sent out a number of those, like facility use guide, um, how to love your transgender neighbor and navigate pronouns, those types of things. And then finally, the fourth thing is representation. If you were to get in a religious liberty issue that needed representation, and it was prudent to engage and prayerfully covered by both you and us, you don't pay anything for representation. So all of that kind of covers preemptive, proactive, and then reactive and everything in between so that you're ready.
1: Yeah, and, I, and if, you, if you've if you ever used Alliance Defending Freedom or know something, go ahead and comment in there because, you know, it, it really is helpful. Uh, maybe you're watching this and you didn't even, even know that it existed. You didn't know that it existed as a benefit to Georgia Baptist churches. Um, and so some of you are watching and you've had a great experience or have interacted. We want to hear about that in the comments. Um, and so how do they get started? You know, where, where, where's the starting per point to get connected with y'all?
3: Yeah. So we make it as easy as possible because we realize that legal issues, no one, it's tax season right now and and, and no one wants to do taxes, right? It, it's, it's annoying. It's a hassle. Um, and, and we realize that doing a document review or updating policies is kind of in the same in the same realm. We understand that. So it's as simple as going to our website, which is just adfchurchalliance.org and forward slash GBMB as in Georgia Baptist Mission Board. And there's an application. It takes three to five minutes. And then once that application and payment goes through, then uh, we'll be in touch with next steps, which is here's how to begin your document review, which is as simple as filling out a form that just says, hey, I'm ready. And then an attorney will reach out and walk you through. Here's where you send in what you have. Etc. And, and just to go into that for just a second, um, it's as simple, y'all, as sending in what you have. ADF attorneys will then review it and then set up a time to then go over our findings. And there's a few scenarios uh, within the document review. You know, one, you may have what you need and it looks good, and we'll say, hey, this looks great, it's been updated, you're good to go. There's a scenario where hey you have this policy but the language is old the language is out of date here's the most up-to-date language to offer you the greatest protection so we can really beef up that policy and then finally you may a lot of our georgia baptist churches say i don't even have a policy for that i don't even have that document or i don't know where it is and that's don't don't be ashamed that's normal right because we haven't had to, this this is a new territory most people We haven't had to update our documents. Our old documents have been fine, but that's not the case anymore. So if if you have things in that category, we can say, listen, here is a sample document for you and your leadership to look at that's got everything you need. And then in that document review, we can individualize that for you. So it's very simple. And the documents we're talking about as well, just so you understand what, what needs to be updated, constitution, bylaws, statements of faith, Anything HR related, hiring and firing policies, codes of conduct, um, job descriptions for the pastor and others, all of these things have religious liberty components that if you haven't touched them in a year or longer, we need to update them. And we can help you do that. It's as easy as sending it in. Let us do it for you. We'll take it off your plate, off your mind, and then it's done. And you can have the confidence to know that you're you're set up for success.
1: Love it
2: man I, t- I tell you you know Harrison listen to what you're saying as a pastor that, that I mean most of the guys on here know me or know about me I, you know 30 years I was a local church pastor I've only been with the mission board a little over a year now and, and, and I remember this man I remember the meetings I remember lay people in the room and us going around and talking about language and everybody trying to say well is this word better this word better and I like this word and and I just remember as a pastor just sitting there wanting to put my hands in my face and say I I, I can't do this. I don't have time for this. And now with COVID and all the issues going on with COVID, and guys are trying to just, are people coming back? Here, here's my question. And I, I know your answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. With with all that's going on and as much as this takes, we do know that this could create some conflict um, as a pastor begins to do this in his church. It can create some conflict, and people can say, well, I don't know if I like that policy or I'm not here's the straightforward question. Is it, is it worth that pastor? Is it, is it worth him? Um, is it worth him losing some of that leadership capital or gaining some of that leadership capital to do this now? Or is this something he can say, man, let me, you know, I know it's coming because all of us watch the news. We see it, but is this something I can just put on the side burner? Cause I got a lot of stuff on my plate right now. What What would you say to that guy that's worried about man, am I going to, am I going to, how much is this going to hurt? I know it can help, but how much could this hurt me, uh, during this time?
3: That's a great question. Uh, great question, Ray. Um, the, the, first thing is again, we understand, we know that you did not get into pastoring so that you can understand the ins and outs of sexual orientation and gender identity, non-discrimination law and religious liberty issues and following the supreme. That's not why you, you got into minister to love your flock. But this is a necessary part that will enable you to continue to do that. Because like insurance, if your building burns down and you don't have insurance, you're not going to be able to minister to anybody more. Your ministry's done. This is very similar. If a legal issue, you do not want to be reactive. It is a proactive thing that you want to get done ahead of time. And again, there is going to be some work that you have to do but it's good and necessary work. I think this is an incredible opportunity for the church to sit down and really have the conversation of what do we believe about marriage? Yes. What does God's word really say about male and female? And then when you solidify that, you prevent further issues down the road. I was on a call today with a ministry that said, they're like, we now that this stuff has begun to bubble up, we've realized on our board That we have varying degrees of views on these things. And he's like, it I wish we had talked about this before it became an issue. And so we will help you navigate those, have those tough conversations, and then get once you solidify here's what we believe, we got to interweave that in and through all of those documents because that's going to set you up for success. Because there is a scenario to, to, to really put a fine point on why now is the time. We had a ministry the other day in California call us and say, we have an issue and it's turned litigious and we need help. So we, we stepped in, we started looking at the case, the facts, everything, the documents. And unfortunately we came back and we said, y'all, we are not going to be able to fight this case. We will lose. We will lose because your documents are so out of order Mm -hmm. that we don't have a leg to stand on and we're not going to fight a losing battle. That's, that's a really poor legal strategy given how precedent works And get this, not only is that a loss for that ministry, let's say they had been ready and prepared, the documents had been ready, et cetera, and they still got sued. We could have fought that case up to, let's say, the Supreme Court of California. We probably could have won, which not only would have been a win for them, it would have been a win for all ministries right. in California. That's what's at stake here, pastors, is this isn't just about your church. Some of you may say, listen, I'm a church of 20. Listen, we're way out here in the country, and that kind of stuff doesn't happen here. We're not going to have any issues. If I had a dollar for every Georgia Baptist pastor in the last year that has called me from South Georgia with an issue that I would never have suspected would have happened there, I would have a good amount of money Because it's it's popping up everywhere. And so we have to be ready because it's not just for you. It's potentially solidifying or losing religious liberty, potentially for generations for all churches here in Georgia. It's, It's the weakest link, right? That's what breaks, and it ruins it for the rest of everybody else. So our heart in working with the Georgia Baptist Convention is that every Georgia Baptist church would be prepared and ready so that they aren't that weak
2: link. Man, that is so good. I, you know, I, the frustrating thing a lot of times for me when we do these, these panel discussions and these interviews is I'm like, man, I wish I would have had this 10 years ago or 15 years ago or 20 years ago. Cause I remember going through this and thinking if I just had somebody to help me, if I just had somebody to help me with the language, to look at what I have, cause I was always, let me see your bylaws. Let me see. And, and I just right. all my friends and if there's wrong, mine's going to be wrong, but you know, we couldn't afford it at the time, or I didn't think we could yeah. legal, legal help, you know, and so it's there and Georgia Baptists are providing this and man, that is just such good stuff. So, Hey, let me ask you this, the guys that are watching today, uh, in the comment section, ha- have you guys partnered with Alliance Defending Freedom or, um, have you had any issues that have come up that you're dealing with right now? Post those in the link. Let's, let's talk about those and, and let's discuss those because, I'm telling you, man, It's uh, I've gotten myself now, PJ, I I watch the news probably no more than three times a week because I get so depressed, man. I get so frustrated. I used to be a news mongrel, man. I watched it all the time. And now I'm just like, I just can't watch. You know, my wife would be like, turn it off. You know, this stuff is coming. We're not getting away from it. We've got to be ready. We've got to be prepared. And thank you, Harrison, for saying that. This is not just about your church. This is the brotherhood. This is the kingdom. This is God's church coming together. So we're all participating in this. So thank you so much for sharing that, PJ.
1: Yeah, I, I, um, you know, it's interesting that you said you got a lot of calls from Southwest Georgia, because or South Georgia uh, churches, um, but, you know, we we would love to just stick our head in the sand and act like it's not happening, but we have gnats down here, Harrison, and I don't know if you've been around them, but we can't stick our head down in the sand because they're going to, they're going to attack. I know they don't bite people, but they, they might as well. And so, (laughs) <laughs> and so it is, um, it, it, we do, we have to, we have to stay involved. We have to stay engaged, but I want to double click on something you said um, a little bit more. Tell me about in light of what's happening in the courts and culture and how churches and pastors should prepare and respond. I know it sounds like we're saying the same thing in some of these questions, but, but like, you know, what is the, the urgency, you know, give us just a quick, another example of what you're doing. Cause you work with churches every day about this. So thoughts on that. Yeah, the you know, the easy I could spend uh, hours
3: giving you legal updates on the myriad of cases that ADF is on the front lines fighting in order again to keep the door for the gospel. But I think the the, the easiest thing that, that applies to everybody, doesn't matter where you live, is the Equality Act. I I hope and pray that none of y'all are sitting there going, what's the Equality Act? Because by now it's been in the news enough that hopefully you've heard about it. It is a federal law that, that is a part of the 1964 Civil Rights Act that says, you know, there's a lot of categories of people you cannot discriminate against in things like employment, public accommodation, housing, et cetera, right? And that's good law. You can't discriminate against somebody because of their race or because of their religion or because of their et cetera. And that's, that's very good law. It's good for the government to do that. What the Equality Act is, is it takes two extra categories, sexual orientation and gender identity, and adds those to that grouping of protected classes. The major problem with this is that there is no religious exemption. Historically, when these have been passed on the local or the state level, they've said you can't discriminate, but if you're a church, or a synagogue, or a mosque. If you have a religious reason for saying, "Hey, we maybe differ in our viewpoints on things like sexual orientation, and gender identity," which as Christians, you know, we have scriptural reasons for doing that. You you would have the right to say, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna claim this religious exemption and say I wouldn't have to hire someone that has a different sexual orientation or gender identity that differs from my scriptural understanding." And the government would say, "That's fine. We understand that." The Equality Act has no religious exemption, period. And it actually gets rid of another federal protection called RIFRA, the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, that was passed as actually a Clinton-era uh, exemption. It actually, it actually calls for the removal, erasing RIFRA. So it doesn't give you an exemption, and it, re- it, it, it removes any protections that you did have. Now this is federal law, pastors. It would be, it would be federal law. So it doesn't matter that you're in South Georgia. This isn't a Georgia law; it's federal law. Yeah. And I had, I had a pastor the other day. Well, we won't get into that because it's a long story. But so I had a Georgia pastor the other day call me with an issue that, thankfully, there is no current law. He he would able, he was able to to navigate, and our attorneys were able to help him. But under if the Equality Act passed, he could have been in trouble. And so this law. Is has passed the House, as many of us know. It's it's in the Senate. We're waiting to see what's going to happen. But whether it passes or not, this in this Congress, it it, it doesn't really matter because if it, let's say it doesn't, it's not going away. Hmm. The other side has basically shown their hand of saying you can't discriminate against sexual orientation and gender identity. We don't care that you're a church. We don't care that you're a Christian school. We don't care that you're a ministry. And so they're not going to go. Oh, rats! We lost this. Guess we won't try to push for it anymore. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. That's just that's just the times we live in, as Ray was saying. You turn on the news; the times mm-hmm. have changed, and y'all, that's okay. To mm-hmm. encourage you, we as Christians, I think, have more opportunities to be a light now than we ever have. Mm-hmm. I mean, if the darkness is getting darker, and I think we'd probably be in agreement that it seems like it is. Again, just turn the news on. But if the darkness is getting darker, that's more opportunity for our light to shine brighter. So we don't want you to be anxious. We don't want you to be fearful. That's unbiblical. God has called you into ministry in this day and time, and this is all according to his plan. So as you take the sword of light and truth out into the culture, you're going to take fiery arrows. That's, that is biblical. It's a Don't be surprised, right, when this stuff happens to you. But as you're taking the sword out, you can also have the shield of ADF to know that you've got the largest religious law firm in the world backing you up. You've done the prep work and they've got you moving forward so you can be bold. So you don't have to cower and go, I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this. I can't say that because I might get in trouble or what if this happens? You can proclaim the truth boldly and we need you to do that. The only solution to our culture going downhill is Christ, period. It's not politics. It's not even ADF. It's 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 you, proclaiming the truth and light going out. So we're here to protect you as you do that. I don't even know what question you asked, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're, am, you you uh, like
1: really are passionate about this. Like maybe I got fired up living, there for a second. Yeah. yeah,
3: we're here I for you guys. It. We're fired up. This is this is and this passion you see, all of ADF. This is our passion. This is what yeah. God has called us to is to support you and what God's called you to. Yeah.
2: Well, man, thank you, Harrison. And, uh, thank you for the time today. Let me, let me just ask you this. We don't normally do this, but we're, we're going to close our time today uh, with prayer. And, uh, so what, how can we pray for you? How can we pray for ADF? And what, what do you think some things that maybe we can, we can pray for today?
3: Yeah, I, I greatly appreciate you asking that. Um, you can pray for us and our allies, um, there, are, there is going to be some pretty intense battles ahead, uh, both legally and then obviously spiritually. And as you can imagine, our attorneys are unbelievably busy right now. And they, in dealing with this stuff, deal with a lot of spiritual warfare. And so you can just keep us prayed up as we are battling on the front lines, again, to keep the door open for the gospel. Satan can't have that happen. So you can imagine what we're up against and what you're up against, what the church, the body of Christ is up against. So we just need to be praying that, again, the, the, the prayer, if you had to boil it down to one thing, that, that, that the body of Christ would be emboldened in our day and that the light of Christ and the gospel would be shared because it's the only solution, y'all. That's it. That's that. that and praise God that we're in a position where we now see that. We go, there is no other Savior. This is it. God, Christ is it. So pray for that. Pray for our team as we continue to battle these things. And then pray for the Alliance as we, again, try to get everybody together on one page here in Georgia and across the country. We just, we need everyone to link arms together in this day. Our theme verse is 1 Corinthians twelve twenty six. When one member suffers, all suffer. Yeah. I think i just lost my computer. Everything. When one member suffers, all suffer, and when one member is honored, all rejoice. We're all in it together. When one, if a, if a church goes down, it's going to negatively impact the rest of us, and so we just our heart is that everybody would be prepared. So let us let us help you with that.
2: Let's take a minute. Uh, let's let's uh, have some time of prayer. And PJ, you can close us out. Okay. Sure. So, Father, we do. um, Lord, we just want to acknowledge right now that uh, you are just as present, and you are just as powerful uh, right now as you have always been. Your plans, your agenda has not changed. You are sovereign, and God, we claim that, um, but Father, as we, as we claim that, we know that you've given us a mission, and you know that you have called us to be bold, as Harrison was reminding us, and so Father, there's some things that we can do. There's some some uh, people there to help us. There's some small steps we can do to help kind of firm up the foundation as we charge forward uh, in this new day that we're facing. And Lord, it is easy to put our heads in the sand. It is easy to turn around and say, this is not affecting us, but God, we can't do that. You've never called us to be afraid or to be fearful. Mm. You called us to be bold. And so our prayer is just as what Harrison said today, God, just give us that boldness and that boldness can begin not just in the things we say from the pulpit, but just preparing our church, leading our church, uh, doing the hard things that sometimes we just don't want to do. And that is getting help on our bylaws and our policies and things like that, just getting the foundation secure and firm so we can move forward. God, I'd pray for those pastors that are out there right now that are struggling. I pray for those attorneys right now that are facing uh, court cases. They're they're overworked, Lord. They're struggling through the midst of all of this stuff and their challenges everywhere. I pray for them for strength and discernment uh, and wisdom. And God, I pray for courage. And, and the, the, the thing that I'm just most celebrating now, Lord, is just the reminder today that we are not alone, that you have given us each other. You've given us our Georgia Baptist churches. You've given us partners like Alliance Defending Freedom. And Father, we are a mighty army. Uh, when we join together. So thank you for that. You know what our needs are individually, and we trust you with that, and we thank you for this time that we've had today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Ray, thank you, and Harrison, love that you're on the team. Glad we are linked linking arms with you and that you're connecting us to, to a greater body, and uh, thank you for uh, being there for our Georgia Baptist churches, and uh, we like to end every broadcast this way, so we just I uh, want you to remember that you need to share the gospel seed that was shared with you.
0: Thanks for listening to Georgia Baptist Discipleship Podcast. And we want to give you a gift. The five discipleship shifts most churches need to make to produce world-impacting disciple makers. You can get this by going to ministryboom.com forward slash the number five discipleship shifts.com. That's ministryboom.com Forward slash the number five, discipleshipshifts.com. This five page PDF is a discipleship alignment checklist that may surprise you. It will help you learn why programs are killing your discipleship. The number one default worker strategy that keeps churches from empowering their ministries. Learn the OGV factor and how it can revolutionize discipleship, attendance, and evangelism in your church. Again, go to ministryboom.com forward slash the number five, discipleshipshifts.com. The Georgia Baptist Mission Board is able to provide resources like this because of gifts from Georgia Baptists to the cooperative program. For more information on this broadcast and a customized discipleship plan for your church, visit gabaptist.org forward slash discipleship. And by the way, if you found this content helpful, we sure hope you'll share it with a friend and thanks so much for partnering with us to make world impacting disciple makers